Nick, thanks for doing this first off, but I just wanted to ask you about your role. Since you've come to RSL, you've kind of been a jack-of-all-trades, playing a myriad of different positions. Is that something that you pride yourself on? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's something that is challenging to do. Uh, the last couple of years, there's been week-to-weeks where I've played center back one week, center mid another week, which is – it can be challenging. It can be a mental challenge as well. Uh, you know, sometimes you want to get set with one position and try to improve with that position. But I also think it benefits it, – it helps me out a lot because I can play multiple positions. And I think I've benefited uh, the last couple of years from being able to play those multiple positions, and it's helped me get onto the field a little bit more. Alex, your line's open. Hey, Nick. Um I'm kind of curious in terms of like, you know, it, fans really seem excited about the team right now. Obviously the, the two wins to start the season um, and you guys are getting some attention from, you know, national media in terms of saying, Hey, you, maybe we were wrong about RSL with our predictions and stuff. Um, what's kind of the vibe around the team um, from an expectation standpoint and kind of seeing the, the chatter from the outside and, um, and how confident is this team right now kind of in the way that it's been playing? Yeah, we're confident. We were confident you know, going into preseason. Uh, we we worked hard, and we I don't think our expectations have changed. It's not like we um, we make our expectations off of what the media says. We've always had our expectations, and uh, we definitely saw kind of where the media projected us to finish. And they obviously didn't think we were going to have a strong year. And you know, it is still only two games in, but we, we like where we're at. We like how we've played, and there are definitely two games that we can for sure build on and uh, continue into this uh, Friday match. Tom, your line's open. G'day, Nick. Thanks for doing this, uh, as always. Um, obviously, your first your first uh, significant minutes were played this past weekend. We're, Talk to me about about the communication between the, the centre backs and and the central midfielders in, in you and Pablo. Was was there a significant difference from a year ago? Was it relatively the same? And 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 if it was relatively the same, I guess what like what's changed essentially? Because you guys seem to be uh, uh, rather compact defensively to start the start uh, this season and last year. There was some pundits out there that criticised you for, for for giving up too many goals. Yeah, I think the probably the best way to answer that is just the amount of attention we've put into defending as a unit, um, not just the center backs, center mids, but really all eleven. Uh, Pablo's come in here. Pablo Mascherini's come in, and he's done a really good job of mapping out how we're going to defend and um, more or less kind of making it easy for for everybody. Everybody knows what to do all 11 people whereas maybe last year it felt there might have been times where you know eight guys out of 11 were on the same page and you know two or three guys not being on the same page sometimes that's all it takes to give up a couple goals and this year it does feel more of a collective effort from from all 11 guys on the field and even the guys that come into the games they they know exactly what to do how to defend as a team and I think it's shown the first two games. Alex, your line's open. Uh, Nick, a, a few other um, 
Well, I guess really just Freddie has kind of mentioned before that, that Pablo Mastroeni's come in and, and really done a, you know, he has impacted the defense um, positively and just kind of like you said. And I'm kind of curious, like, how is it that just that one change, kind of him coming in and, and putting his stamp on, on the defense, how has that been so impactful when, you know, it is, you know, last year I'm sure you guys had some somebody or maybe the whole staff talking about defense and obviously the players having to execute those ideas. But like, how is it that just like one, one new coach comes in and, and things have changed seemingly so drastically? Yeah, I think, well, he's come in and he's had really positive energy and he's, you know, it's, it's easy to work for our coaching staff there. They've been very positive with us. And uh, I, I think he's made it really clear for what we need to do. And it's been, easy to understand. I also think a lot of it has to do with the year we had last year where frankly, we just weren't very good. And I don't think we wanted to have another season like that. So one of the things that we can control is our effort that we put onto the defensive side of the ball. And you combine that with the instruction and direction Pablo has given us on defense. And I think that's the success we've seen in the first two games. Andrea, your line's open. Hey, so speaking of the success in the first two games, you know, looking at this last one, obviously we love the goals. We love the fact that you're coming out with the win. But for you, when you look at these last couple games, what is the key factor factor, or um, something that stands out to you that you want to take into this next game against San Jose? Was there something that stood out to you where you're like, man, I want to – I we need to continue this moving forward? Um, I think – just the first two games out, something we can continue on is like, I think in the Minnesota game, we, you know, they definitely had a few more chances. They had the ball a little bit more, but we, we didn't break down and we got them on the counter a couple of times. We, we were hard to beat. And then in the Kansas city game, we went down a goal and we responded with uh, three goals. Uh, so I think in the San Jose game, the way they play, it's going to, it's going to be a frustrating game. They press really hard. They kind of have a man-to-man style. So I think it's building on the fact that if things aren't going as we, we had planned to just kind of keep pushing along because like I said, the first two games, things haven't been perfect and yet we found a way and we, we've done well and come out with a win in both games. Tom, your line's open. Obviously, the coaching staff you've referenced changed uh, over the offseason, Nick, but uh, it wasn't the only thing to change. A few players came in and they seemed to seem to make a real difference themselves. What, what are you seeing from, from that central midfield spot when you look forward uh, into the attacking third? What are you seeing that, that, that's, uh, that, that, that's working for you guys, I guess? Well, for the obvious answer is goals. I, Anderson's come in, two goals. Rubio, two goals as well. But um, Rubio's, uh, he just, I feel like he's a very complete number nine. We can hit the ball up to him with a center back on his, on his back, and he'll hold the ball up. We can play him in behind. Anderson just brings so much energy where – Pretty much we, we put a ball in behind. There's a good chance he's going to get to it. If the ball turns over, he's going to press, make it a just a difficult day for the opposing defenders. And 
I mean, anytime two new guys come in and have four goals in the first two games, they, they're obviously doing a really good job. So it's, uh, it makes our job easier as center midfielders and, and defenders. Alex, your line's open. Nick, in terms of the way that, like, like you mentioned, San Diego plays, um, especially defensively, what do you think the value of having players like, who, like Julio, or sorry, like Anderson and like Rubio are? Because, like you mentioned, like they're dynamic, they have speed. So, like, there's going to be times where teams this season will press you, or they'll try to go more one v one. But it seems like you guys are more versatile, um, at, like in the in the forward part of the part of the field. So what's the value of just having guys that, that have that kind of speed and, and agility? I think at the very least, it just relieves pressure for us. If we are under it, we have that ability to, you know, put a ball up to Rubio and it feels like nine times out of 10, he's going to hold it up for us and keep possession uh, for us. And then with Anderson, same thing. If, if we need to, we can either get the ball to his feet and, He'll, he'll take a guy one-on-one or we can put a ball in behind space and kind of at the very least get a little field possession on them and, and put the ball in their half. But, um, you know, it, it's hard to play out of pressure perfectly the whole game. And when teams press a lot, it's a, it's a nice safety option to have those two guys to kind of put the ball up in their end. Uh, 